I'll move over Swanson, I'm driving. Welcome to the Trading Places Minute. This is the new podcast from the creators of Caddyshack Minute and the Blues Brothers Minute podcasts, in which we will discuss the film Trading Places one minute at a time. I am Tom Taylor, and with me, as usual, if you're listening to these other shows too, is Mike DiMaria. Hello, Mike. Hello, and welcome back. Uh, how many years has this been? When did we start this? Like 2017? Oh my God. No, yeah. before that. 2016, no, before I think, for Caddyshack. 16, I think, yeah. Yeah. And we were there with our friend uh, Dan Lewis over here. Hello, Dan. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you. Now, it is just occurring to me that in Dan Lewis, we have somebody with the same name as the lead character in Caddyshack and the lead character in Trading Places. That is pretty good. (laughs) Lewis. Um, (laughs) So that's pretty impressive. So if you are unfamiliar with Caddyshack Minute or Blues Brothers Minute, what we've done here is... We went through each of those movies. Well, we went through Caddyshack one minute at a time, and it was fantastic, and it changed the world. And we did the same thing with Blues Brothers, although that one we did two minutes at a time. But now we're saying, damn it, it was glorious with Caddyshack. We're going to do it this way, too, with Trading Places one minute at a time. As we record this, I don't know how many times we're going to release it in a week, but we'll see. Look at your podcatcher. What does it say? I don't know. Um, But we're here starting with minute one of Trading Places. Uh, this begins with the Paramount logo and the opening strains of Mozart's Marriage of Figaro. And it shows Ooh. us some uh, morning hustle and bustle in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And it ends with the title Trading Places seen over a departing elevated train. Mm-hmm. Go. I did, Go ahead. I did not watch the minute. Well, that's a great way to start <laughs> that's off. That's a great way to start. Yeah, you just you had races. how many months have we had off to, to, mm-hmm. to rest and unwind and get our affairs yeah. in order before we get in front of this again? And you show up not watching one minute. It Didn't is shameful. It, always wanted to, just to know the <laughs> Sure. Felt I, I will use this as a an opportunity. I will explain to the audience, perhaps they haven't started watching the movie one minute at a time. So I'll explain to them what we see in this minute. We see the Paramount logo, as I mentioned. Then we see a rowing crew on a river, presumably somewhere around Philadelphia. We see a rainy, gross uh, highway with some uh, traffic signs for uh, 95 South to Central Phila, uh, Betsy Ross Bridge, Pensauken, whatever that is, pardon me, Pennsylvanians for not knowing this, and New Jersey. Uh, then we see a Liberty Bell, the Liberty Bell, I suppose mm-hmm. you could call it. The we see P-H-E-E. a Salvation Army band. We see uh, some sort of Santa package. Some I don't know if it's like stockings or something, but something with like Santa packaging on it. Oh boy, here we're gonna go. I know a lot of debate we're going through. We're, no, we're the just going Santa through. Every, no, we're I'm, just I'm, going through every single thing. Detail. Want to do this to minute s- yourself? I'm just, <laughs> the, 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 the opening credits of this movie are a sequence of images. So And Dan didn't watch the goddamn minute, so I have to explain it to him. We then see a produce market. No, we don't. see people getting on a bus. We see another shot of the bus station. We see train turnstiles. And then we see people waiting on the platform. Okay, we, used just, we used to just do the bookends. I know. Now that we wasn't do the bookends. The I did the... Listen, uh, Jesus. Go I back did the over, bookends. Now I've explained the whole thing for Dan who didn't do his homework. Could you go right. back over again what was after the Liberty Bell, but before the wound socket train? After the Liberty Bell, we had a Salvation Army Jersey. Band. Go back through there. We had a Salvation Army Band. Then we had like a, a some sort of outdoor, uh, you know, shop or something that has mm-hmm. 
It's like a Philadelphia mm-hmm. something sweatshirt, but then in front of that is like mm-hmm. some Santa stuff. It's Christmas time. They're selling some stuff, some sort of. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't really tell what it was. I didn't get all that down, but I'll take some um, further notes later. Sure. Uh, great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not a blessed thing happens in this minute. It's just pictures well, and stuff. The first, the first image is of a button. You should know this being from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Is you see the rowers. You see. Yeah. Right, and then the it cruise. just goes right into like the workaday, right? Yeah. Then you get into the workaday. People opening up their shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, shop owner stocking up the Philadelphia cream cheese. I saw that in the into the cooler. Yeah. All right. Like, you know. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah, right. it's but but why it started with the the rowing. That's which interesting. Is the, the upper crust, and then it goes right into. And I know in future minutes of these uh, openings of this opening <laughs> sequence, we get um, other upper crust images, but not that many. Most of it no. is uh, work a day. Yeah, up it's the not a dichotomy. The donuts, but yeah, but yeah, there, it's it's just a weird like just one little image of the upper crust, and then it goes right into the work a day, and then another little. It's not like a a tennis match back and forth. You see what I'm saying? Right. I'm right. Yeah. Love this movie though. Love this movie. We should talk about that. Why? Why are we doing this movie? Why are we spending? Because we love uh, it. That's what I'm saying. We went right into lives. it, yeah. and we haven't even like did the the opening just to talk about you know why trading places. We've been back and and we did put a poll into the listeners' hole, of course, right? We did. We did. I did win the poll. Like holes. <laughs> Dan likes holes. That's why we keep naming things <clears throat> after holes. Um, but yeah, people. Uh, we we threw out a couple of uh, possibilities, and people. Uh, either overwhelmingly or just barely edged out trading places. And mostly the re- main reason we're doing it is because we want to. This It's it's one of the things that the three of us agreed that that's something we would want to spend, you know, a year episodes on. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, I mean, we're going to, let's just chat because sure. this mm. is going to be about five minutes of just montage of images. It really so is. We just covered you this image. We're in, the, we're in, the, we're starting this movie. We're back in business. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, the listeners are going to get, the high quality entertainment that they that they come accustomed to. Yes, you know we have the Patreon. We'll get the they the, get the gets things from that. You know, right. get that money rolling back in because That's right. you know, things, times are tough. So mm-hmm. so we're gonna start churning out this quality entertainment, and and you're gonna like it, mm-hmm. and you're gonna and you're gonna pay top dollar for it. Come for the mm-hmm. trading places. Stay mm-hmm. for the life insights, life hacks, right. uh, uh, the the human condition laid bare. Uh, all the things that you've come to expect and love from us uh, from Caddyshack and Blues Brothers Minutes. Well, we got to start by saying, you know, how is everybody? What's the latest? What's the greatest? Mm-hmm. So th- we've been cutting Dan off because he's been trying to talk. I'm watching his face kind of. This is what he gets up. for not watching well, the minute. I nothing to say. Not well, right. now you're going to say, let's start. How are you, Dan? It's been a while since you've talked to us and our, and our, and our people that listen. I'm doing pretty well. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. That's good to uh, hear. Uh, just keeping real busy, busy in the real? evening and in the during the day, and I'm mm-hmm. just uh, have a lot going on, and so that's um, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds good and productive and healthy. Yeah, it's good to be I fine. Like it. Mike, it's how are you doing? Is it good to be fine? Good to be fine. I'm I'm good too. You know. All right. Starting to travel again with work, so just so things are things are going well. It's good yeah. to be fine. You It'll were in Colombia recently, is that yeah, right? Cartagena. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Picked up the, the Colombian COVID. Oh, that's, I hear the that's the best one. <laughs> well, yeah. Pure, 100% pure. Mm-hmm, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Mm. They just the have like mountains of COVID on their desks down there. 
They just yeah. go nuts on them. Yeah. That's not funny. There's some good friends down there. First, you get <laughs> right. the, I'm making a Scarface <laughs> reference. <laughs> and ever, and ever say you're making a Scarface, right? Like a whole no, hundred away. No, I was. I went. So we were at this, you know, in Cartagena. It's right on the beach there, mm-hmm. and or right on the water. And it's like a Spanish walled town with the cannons, you know, to oh, cool. keep the pirates away from the old days. But they, we had, there was these islands not too far. So they took us on this boat to these islands. It's like a little private little beach. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting in the water there, and some guy comes around the boat. You know, and he's, he's pretending like he's part of the, you know, the inclusive staff that's there. And he's talking in Spanish. And the guy next to me is like, yeah, he wants to take us on a tour because, you know, Pablo Escobar's little private or where his house is around the corner. I'm like, he wasn't from over here. And he's like, yeah, but he <laughs> he's like, he doesn't he knows he knows that you don't know that. No, and I'm like, yeah, oh. he's going to put me in the boat and then take me out to sea. And then, well, he probably man, had a place at Cartagena, too. I know. I, know. I heard you got around. Yeah. But the whole time I'm there, I was trying to remember the line from from Scarface. It's first you get the yeah, uh, yo. Yeah. Then you get the money. Yeah. Then you get the women. And anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Oh, that's oh what he's saying is the, the pattern when they were poor. Yeah. First you get the yayo, the yayo, the coke. B. Then you get Le-Bion. the money. B. Lebion. If I was such a nice guy, I'd slap you. B. Lebion. Okay, we got to stop. We have fun. Nobody cares how I'm doing? No, it's your turn. Thank yeah, you, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing. I don't fine. care, you, pal. <laughs> Thank you, pal. I'm doing fine. Uh, I'm good. It's good to be. Fine. Oh, this is exactly like our interim show between movies, but mm-hmm. we're, we're just we, we started off talking about trading places. Yeah, I blame the seeing... movie because the first minute of the movie is so boring and nothing happens. No, well, it's going to be six minutes of montage. But wow, what a movie! Oh my god, what a good movie! I this is you know we talk about our most quoted movies and stuff, and this is I don't know. Among Caddyshack, Blues Brothers, I don't know. It's a Wonderful mm-hmm. Life, Star Wars, Star Trek Two, uh, yeah, Yahtzee. Yeah, yeah. A different group of friends that you do that with. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is. Uh, I'll probably have to have my sister on the show at some point because uh, this is like our Christmas movie, basically Christmas and Thanksgiving. It spans the uh, spans the the latter half of the year holidays. I have heard that because I was doing when I was look looking preparing for it. I was like looking up some comments of certain clips on YouTube and people in like, we're like, Oh, this is my Christmas movie. And they're in a different country. Like we see this mm-hmm. as a Christmas movie. Oh, sure. I mean, it's one of those movies. It's got Christmas imagery in it. It's got literally has Christmas trees and Christmas decorations. So it seems yeah. like a Christmas. Wow. It's got Christmas stuff in it. The, the message that's used the time of year is used as a plot device a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know that there's any large, the, uh, any large thematic, reason for no. it necessarily nope. nobody gets a drop. bb gun at the end or anything like that right it's, it's like die hard die hard the christmas a movie because it's during christmas time be nice yeah. to each other kind of vibe but that's kind of not particularly not really the way they do it <laughs> now we should what what uh what part or parts of this movie are you most looking forward to examining mm-hmm. revisiting picking apart explaining to me etc. well take out the the, the nudity scene Take it out. That, oh, oh, I mean, just, oh, I mean out, out of the, the conversation okay, yeah. because that's mm. what everybody's go, you guys are going to we'll do say. that minute twice. You guys, go, you guys write to blue. She's yeah. Uh, to blue. yeah. Uh, I like the butler. Oh, uh, Denim Elliott. We love Denim him. Elliott. Uh, is a great actor, and I think Coleman. he has the best moments in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two come to mind, and we'll get to those when we get to them. Yes, I love Eddie Murphy, of course. Mm-hmm. And I love Donna Michi and Ralph Bellamy. 
But you hate uh, Dan Aykroyd. The, there is going to be an N word, which is used there brilliantly is. in this movie. That is a kind of an interesting surgical N word. It comes back up where does it make sense to you know? It's like you can no longer use it, but obviously the way it's used in the movie is meant to be not only funny but kind of revealing. It's like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's like a peek behind the curtain in these guys' heads. Yeah, and he, and and I just love when uh, the the eyebrows on Eddie Murphy when he hears it they just yeah. pop up like that. It's so <laughs> funny, and it's like when the movie needs you to not have any doubt about who the villains of the movie are. Yeah, you know? the movie oh, Donna Meachie, the guy Ralph Bellamy, they're so charming. Yeah. Yes, they're being dirty dealers, but come. Oh, wait a minute! It's so it. funny, and when he does that, and of course the uh, what's also interesting about it is we'll we'll get to it later is that there's a there's a there's a, there's a you know, I'm obsessed with this this whole thing about the about words being offensive because mm-hmm. there's a point in the movie where that's that's far more offensive than that. It's just that they don't use the word. <laughs> that like okay. at that moment, it's offensive, but there's one that's just as offensive. Oh yeah, not yeah, more yeah, yeah. where where they just don't use the word, but it's a horrible, just, like, horribly yes. uh, stereotypical. Thing. That'll be interesting then, going through. Is like what parts of this like you know. <laughs> we're at a stage in society, I guess, where people are like, oh, you can't watch. This movie or that movie, uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't know. But yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what uh, we'll have to weigh a lot of the jokes, a lot of the mm-hmm. plot points and stuff, and see how they would fly today, or how do they fly today, or if they would change yeah. it all. Yeah. Or well, it's like yeah. the uh, I mean, you don't think you could get a. This is kind of like the you could have this direct effect like this using the word, or like in different strokes with the gullop of milk. Uh-huh. That was a clear gullop, social gullop. commentary that I'm from the south. Mm. It's not. Yeah. Can we just say? Can we please say G word? Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah come on. Yeah, it's offensive Gotta... here, Gullop. Tom has an issue with that sound. Too soon. The... Yeah, too soon. <laughs> oh. I'm looking but forward to the... Um, I mean, every single scene of the movie I love, but there are some things I'm looking forward to dissecting a little bit, like the the Delta guy, like the guys cro- uh, you know, crooning to the, to the girls at the Constant tennis strike. club or whatever. That scene I've got a lot of questions about, and that'll be fun to dissect, I think. And uh, yeah, that hits home for you. Yeah, because I was that That's, guy, wasn't I? I you was were a, that guy. I was. I had the sweater around my around my shoulders, and uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really. Mike likes to paint <laughs> I know, me with that but brush. I say <laughs> Connecticut. I was from Connecticut. I've I seen your dad dressed just like that. Yeah, yeah. Your dad, well, that's just his style, though. Tom Taylor on the make. When you're talking about the the holiday backdrop too, I like at the end after they. And we'll get to this too, but it's. I'm going to say it mm. now, anyways. When they get to the uh, when they just. The, the market is closed and they see the, the Duke brothers and they say, happy new year. Mm-hmm. That's like a way to say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> happy new year. You know, cause that's what they're saying. Yep. Happy new year. Go fuck yourself. Happy new year, assholes. Turtles on. on. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> Ever thought you'd hear Don Amici say, fuck him. I know. Yeah. He gets really both good. of them. He gets both the big words in that one. Yeah, that, that I think big either one. He's he a nasty man Ralph well. Bellamy would have been uh, very uncomfortable to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had to go to therapy after that. Don That's Amici right. did. That's why oh, I didn't I hear much from him after that. Well, we should say to anyone who is unfamiliar with our style of podcasting and movie uh, criticism, uh, we do very little homework. So don't expect. Uh, oh, this do, was though. shot at. Well, sometimes we do. If it's sometimes easy enough. Sometimes we do. You know, like we were doing a movie based in Chicago, so we had a lot to say about the shooting locations and things like that and continuity between places and stuff. But, you know, if you're expecting a um, a full making of trading places minute by minute, that's probably not what you're going to get here. But uh, you will get the insightful 
observations, questioning, and um, dissection from three feeble-minded weirdos who barely yeah. know what they're talking about. That's right. And and it's free. So, you know, mm-hmm. can't lose. Unless you become a patron. Unless you become a patron. Thank you, Dan. You. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty penny or just a penny. Just a penny day. if you want. You just can pay whatever you want. Day, you, sure. You two. Dollar a day. Tuppence a bag. Are we doing the, the birds. postcard thing again? We could. You know, we, see, we have a patron, uh, Patreon account over at patreon.com slash ditch diggers. So you, if you want to support this show, which you're barely into now, you don't know what you're getting into, but if you want to support us and the show, you can go over there. And we do have a few different tiers of uh, support that you can give. And uh, for, yeah, a very reasonable recurring donation, you can get things like early access to this show. Maybe we'll do some bonus shows if we get enough people on there. That'd be fun. Uh, or we might, you know, in the past we've sent people some postcards from the three of us. That's charming and fun. A little human contact that you don't normally get these days because nobody wants to go back to the office and talk to people like me. Um, but yeah, that's fun and exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Absolutely. We got Frank Oz in this movie again. We do. What a charmer. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great to see Frank Oz again. Uh-huh. I'll have to post that Yoda movie role. I made. <clears throat> Remember, I made that Yoda video, like him and the Empire Shakes Back, but with Frank Oz's dialogue from this. Oh, see what he does. Brilliant. See what this stuff does to kids. Have you seen what this stuff does to kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Look can't not hear Yoda in his voice, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Kermit the Frog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man's a genius. Yeah, so. This is our second uh, John Landis movie that we've covered, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And our second, uh, let's see, what else? Our second Dan Aykroyd movie. Um, what what Caddyshack connections are there to this movie? There must be some, right? Uh, I'm spacing out completely. Now you're trying to search for something that's not there. I am. Be, yeah. Rodney's not in this movie, is he? You no, have a lot of uh, a lot of actors in this one. Yes. That are well known now, but yes. may not have been well known. Yes. You have a Better Call Saul alum in this. You in do. Who well, I got my and picture you- taken with. Yeah, I th- I saw that picture. Uh, Dan, you know who we're talking about? Dan's too busy picking his teeth. Well, yeah. give Who's him a second. That? What'd you get? It's it's in it's in the jails. It's in the cell scene. He's leaning against the. He looks like a he's like a thirteen year old kid in this. Movie, like, <laughs> he is. It's Gian Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Jive turkey. Yeah. <laughs> so That's close good. to Thanksgiving. That's a good line. <laughs> um, Mr. Walsh, uh, the dad from Beverly Hills 90210, he's in this movie. Wow. That, I don't he, know that. I never it, watched it. It's, it's a fact. Right you don't have to deal with it, but it's a fact. Yeah. Um, say it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But uh, and some, if you're not familiar, sometimes we play what movie is this from? We'll say a line. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Usually it is Stripes, Stripes or yeah. Raising Arizona or... Sometimes uh, clockwork orange. Clockwork orange. Yeah, those candy. three. Any one of those three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Sometime. hope to bring more MacGruber into the discussion. Oh, I, which I finally watched. Dan was trying to get me to watch MacGruber for seven or eight years, movie, and I finally MacGruber. did it. I Leave it, it open. I like holes. <laughs> All right. Who said? Sometimes we'll we'll play. Who said this? Okay. So I'll start it off with who said this. And for years, I struggled with anger and resentment. I was advised to capitalize and expose the scheme, go to the press, do something, but I refused. I don't want to be seen as a whiner, a sore loser, a baby crying over spilt milk. Take it on the chin, accept the blow, move on with your life. The best of all, forget about it, which was proved impossible. 
That no sounds idea. familiar to me. Mm-hmm. And then the next line is probably, why me? Why me? You saw what happened. Why me? Why me? Why did he have to be that's, me? That's the great Ralph Branca. Yep. Wow. <clears throat> that's a deep cut. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, he didn't say it in that interview, but that, yeah, it was upon reflection. That's a callback to what we were talking about before we started recording. Yeah. That's pretty. That's, you saw that's, what happened. That's meta. I threw the, I threw the pitch with spin on it. He why put me? an uppercut on meta? it. Why you saw what me? happened. Why me? Why me? Yeah, get used to this too. We tend to ramble. I got a softball game this afternoon. This hey, look at you! Don't hurt yourself. Yeah, I'm telling. Well, I am now, and I'm. I think hurt when you do things like that. Yeah, it always hurts. But I think I'm to the point now. Like last year, I played on the same team, and it was like you know, running in the gap, making the 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 one finger catch, you know, to the oohs and the ahs, putting the ball into Mm -hmm. the lights, the swing, putting on the fireworks. Just Mm -hmm. launching. This year, I it's I like I twice now, I've gotten to the ball. And had not caught it, like it went off my fingers. Yeah. So I think my hand eye is is is. I think I'm at that point now, Dan, where mm, I'm just yeah. a mere mortal now. You know, uh, I'm just like another happened. yeah. Big I have only two a few that's years playing ago. softball. I noticed I couldn't my running. I couldn't be smooth anymore. My head would move too much, and it would yeah. get a little disorienting. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. That's what it must my, feel like for uh, like, a like a nerdlinger to play baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Because what I did is like I, I go, okay, I'm, I know where I'm at in the position. I'm going to stick my hand out, and my eye is now going to go to the runner. But it's all you can't yeah. quite do it. Because oh, in sad. the past, I would say my eye is now on the runner. I catch the ball without looking. You know, now it's off my hand. And I go you back, fire it. and the guy uh-huh. who's wearing jeans that shows up to the game in jeans said, "You took your eye off the ball. Why'd you oh. take your eye off the oh, ball?" God. Oh. I had to get the get the fuck out of my the face right now. Telling you that <laughs> because right? I'm going oh. through an existential crisis in my head right now, <laughs> and the fact that you show up showed up in these yeah. jeans, yeah. and you tripped on the way to first, and everybody was worried about you when you fell Ooh. because that's the shape you're in. You're going to mm. tell me I, I I didn't take my eye off the ball. Yeah, it's terrible. Is this a younger yeah. fella, or is he just a different fella with jeans? Doesn't see. matter. He was a little older than me. A lot of a oh, lot really? Of okay. You wear right. jeans. You got you're forfeiting no matter what your age or anything. Yeah. That's one of those things. Like oh, I just came from work. I said, well, you didn't bring anything with you. You decide. I don't show up then. Right. Right. You know, yeah. I'm not yeah, prepared to play today. Jeans. So you guys just got to go on without me because I might as well go wedding in jeans. Yeah. So at that level, mm-hmm. you, I, I do think though that one of these teams should do the full denim uh, uniform one of these days. That'd be oh. a neat yeah. statement, huh? That'd be you exciting. Think of the Cardinals or something? A one piece. Full denim. Like a gas station suit. Yeah, like the, <laughs> right. The gas station suit from uh right, from the jerk. The jerk or, or Nathan yeah. Johnson. That's Jonathan Winters. Oh, at the yeah. gas station. The mad mad world. In mad mad yeah. mad world, yeah. I'm warning you guys. Hey, should we do trivia? Oh my god. Oh jeez. Oh, here we go. What is no, we trivia, In the past I actually found some trading places. Trivia. Okay, good. Oh, Came listen up. to this. So this will be a nice little kickoff to this show. He's got right? trivia. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Okay. Top four answers on the board. Okay, no. Oh. <laughs> what is the subject of the film Trading Places? What is the subject? That's stupid. That's no. stupid. Psycho- um, uh, human uh, psychology and anthropology. Yeah. Something it's about crisscross. the pork switcheroo. Yeah. Okay, no. In the opening scene... Oh here, oh, here we go. This is from this minute. In the opening scene, a Salvation Army bell ringer is shown on the street. What does the sign behind her say? Oof. I'm uh, looking at the answer, but I would not have known it if I did. It's never too late to mend. sandwiches, two for a buck. <laughs> it's never too never, late to never mend. Never too late to mend. Keep moving, uh, weirdo. Give me, uh, 
Sharing is caring. Oh. Yeah. Makes um, sense. In what historical city does most of the movie take place? Uh, it's fairly simple. Philadelphia. Right. This is not a very good... Uh, I apologize. Uh, oh, who directed that, Trading Places? This is all... Come on, man. Atlantis. Oh, okay. Ophelia, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, earns her living as a prostitute. On the night that Winthorpe is sick in bed with the flu, what kind of flowers does Ophelia's client bring for her? Here's Johnny. Oof. I'm just going to say roses. That's correct. Roses. Well done. That's the basic. Yeah. But I thought it might have, since she's Ophelia, maybe it has some sort of Shakespearean connection or something. Yeah. That would have been interesting. That was uh, by any other name. Nobody wants to buy your trucks here, Louis. That's your purse. <laughs> That's a nice purse. In in um, the movie Trading Places, what oh. was Eddie Murphy's party? It was a Stone Cold Groove. Oh, no, it was a Stone Groove. It was a Stone Groove. My man. Also, he's the most, the most righteous. righteous. Yeah. The most righteous. And he cuts <laughs> him off right there. Get, get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. I love this movie so much. I'm so excited we're doing this. It's, it's going to so, be great. It's such <laughs> it's a, a stone funny movie. Groove, man. Eddie Murphy was just a huge star at the time, right? Just a massive. He still yeah, is. This is like the 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 tail. Like I don't know what do you call it. This is like the. I guess his explosion went from Saturday Night Live to Forty Eight Hours to this, mm-hmm. and then was uh, whatever uh, Beverly Hills Cop was that right after this? Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. I want to say is eighty three or That's so, 84. maybe eighty four. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is eighty three. Wonderful year. Oh, yeah. 84, just the best, 84 is man. fantastic. Great year. Yeah. Great year. The Natural came out, too. Tigers. He didn't want to walk you. And he didn't want to walk him, Tom. He didn't want to walk him. Yeah. He didn't. Goose Gossage. He's the, you know, it's, it's a waste of time right now. Mm. But I'm I was when I was in. Gremlins right now. When I was in, when I was in Michigan a couple of weeks ago or two weeks ago. There's a store in Birmingham that sells all like Werner shirts and everything, oh. and all Michigan Detroit shirts. And one is of, of uh, an image of Sparky Anderson's face from that when he's saying he don't want to walk you. He has this uh-huh. big grin on his face when he says it, uh-huh. and that's what it says. It's, it just says he don't want to walk you. <laughs> People in the know know exactly what that is. I'm I, laughing politely, but I don't know what he's talking yeah, about. Sports this talk. is a thing okay. that I don't know if we've ever talked about mm-hmm. it, but this this whole idea of like like Michigan stuff. Like when I was growing up, I would wear maybe a tiger's thing, but there was no particular municipal pride or any of that stuff. Like mm. this stuff has boomed, I feel like. And then there's these, all these, um, shot, like, you know, you used to see that stuff at like the airport or something maybe. <laughs> right. But now it's like, there's whole stores where it's like, you buy all yeah. your Michigan stuff to like signify that you're like real Michigan mm-hmm. and well, all this other bullshit. More, and then they have it out that. here too. It's like people are crazed with it. And it never makes any sense to me. You got well, you these took me to comics. a store like that, and it was like Oak, Oaklandish. That's right, and it was, <laughs> Oakland. it was all Oakland shirts, and it's all Oakland stuff. And it's like you wear stuff to go, like I'm, I'm, I was in Oakland when I got this, or I am from Oakland, and right. I, and I still don't understand what why people do that. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I mean, isn't a lot of that just plain old tourism? Like the tourist no. is like, oh, I no, was in not. Chicago, it's and I got this for the locals. People for here the locals. do it now. That that, is weird. And this is the difference I'm talking about, Tom. It used to be you'd get something to be like, I traveled there. Now yeah. it's like, I'm from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a big thing. And then there's everybody's always, there's always dudes, like there's a couple of comics I can think of that are just like, yo, born and raised in San Francisco. And then they go on about it and they yeah. ask other people and they go, where'd you go to high school? 
and they're like, yo, I'm from such and such, and they're like, it's like they're really proud of it. And it's just a silly thing to be proud of, in my opinion. <laughs> it just doesn't... <laughs> you didn't have anything to do with it. You didn't have a choice. You were born. You didn't do anything. Well, it's from a also, place. Who gives it's a also shit? stupid. It's some good decisions that, when you were a baby. Well, it's also stupid, like what it said, because it's like shirts that are like Detroit versus everybody. I'm from Detroit, bitch. Nothing's... You know, it's like... And then <laughs> yeah. that's fine. Yeah, like, but then you go to Birmingham, where my mom lives. It's the mm. jewel of the suburbs. Mm. They're wearing these shirts. I'm like... Bitch, yeah, come on. growing up, <laughs> you you wouldn't step foot in Detroit, and you and you would, and and I was around your house when your parents would say some real derogatory shit about the people that live in Detroit mm. and the color of their skin. So don't sit here and walk around now in your forties with a Detroit <laughs> versus everybody shirt. You're yeah, in Birmingham, wants to bitch. Be tough and cool yeah. and stuff, and yeah. it's just not. And it's also a kind of form of tribalism in a way, which sure. is supposed oh, to totally. be regressive and anti and not 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 civil. Yep. Not civilized. Well, as long as there's an us and a them. I, I I do like, I do have a big Michigan map in my room, but that's to remind me of all the lakes and rivers and things. Sure. That's fair. Uh, you, but you've I got a connection to the place. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand this thing where it's like you wear Oakland stuff and you're, you live in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. How is that different from like uh, well, going to like your favorite restaurant and you buy a shirt from the restaurant or something like that? I don't know. Oh, Detroit this. versus everybody, says Mike. Yeah, I'm holding oh, up a shirt friend. that says Detroit versus everybody. And this was given to me by an idiot. And, <laughs> I, am, and mm. I am proud to say that I've never put this shirt on. Mm. All right. Okay. But you still have it. Look at you. True. But it's been in my it's been in my drawer. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I've never put it on my body. I um I realize that I'm older now and think about the world differently because I was in Boston recently for the first time in literally about 30 years. I went to school there, but I haven't been there since really. And back then uh, on Beacon Street, like right near where my school was, Emerson College, uh, there was Cheers, quote unquote, like the the, the Bullfinch Club, which was like the mm-hmm. exterior of Cheers that they would show like for the establishing shots and stuff. Right. And the only connection any of us would have with that would be like to, to stand outside and watch people going, oh my gosh, it's Cheers. And then hear them go, oh, it's not the same inside. I don't like it. And yeah. they turn around and leave. But this on this trip, I actually went in with the people I was with, my family and some friends, and we had a charming, wonderful time. And just in this absolute tourist trap, um, but it was great. And I and I realized, okay, I'm I'm in my fifties now. I, I I will do that stuff. I think know? that Mike, that's a classic Tom story right there. In a lot of ways, <laughs> I was we waiting. The silence a, was a, killing me during well, that Tom, story. It's, got yeah. kind of, it's about nothing. Absolutely, about not bastards. really much of anything. Motherfuckers. It ends. And there's there's no conflict. It's just very no. pleasant. It's very pleasant. Very point, milk he's, toast. He's trying to Is it because I posed it as a story? Thought before. No, and it's then, just because you told it. And what Dan and I did is Dan was doing something. I started checking my email. So yeah. it, it allows for us God to do something. It. It's like it's like from the scene in... Well, then you're welcome, oh brother. you sons of bitches. It's like the scene from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? When, mm-hmm. when they're sitting under the tree and, and John Goodman's eating and, and there's silence. And he says, I appreciate the, I appreciate the, the, the respite and... And, and talking <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm while I'm eating, I found it vulgar and disgusting. So that was what it was. You yeah. provided a very milk toast story, and I was able to check some email. Now, if Dan I hadn't framed, I don't, I don't know things. if I did this intentionally. Did I frame it as a story, so you're expecting a story, and then it went nowhere, or should yeah. I have you, somehow you declared like this is not a story, a story? This is an anecdote. This is just a little slice of life thing. And you, you said up front that you realize you're getting older, and then you told a story about nothing. Yeah. Where where, where you where Mm. The lesson of the story is that something sometimes nice things happen. Mm-hmm. I don't. 
my point was that i used to because i I mentioned you know buying souvenir shirts from restaurants or even from towns or whatever and that used to be the sort of thing i would absolutely turn my nose up at and it still sort of probably is like just oh i bought this shirt at the you know nature society museum you know whatever like just Hmm. i would never do that and now i might i don't know well, I think I think also what it is is when you tell a story like that, you give others hope that nice things actually do happen. Yeah. Because yeah. when I tell a story like, oh, here it comes. All right. <laughs> here it comes. Yeah, he's going to a little bit. It's almost here's like the story about finding yeah, syringes in the changing table at the Panera. <laughs> yeah. Did he did, did did he almost kill somebody again? Here we go. Everybody <laughs> yeah, pull up. Yeah. It was Tom's like the old stories are like strap yeah. in. Tom's like stories the old are timey. like Tom's stories are like very nice looking pictures from mm. North Korea. <laughs> Like they're trying to go look, nice stuff. We got yeah. nice stuff. Look, you know, there's you go twelve there people out on nightmare. the lawn enjoying enjoying a, a game of catch. You get it's the impression nice. that there's water parks all over North Korea from these pictures. Right. And you realize there's one water park, then you realize it's never open and even yeah. if it was you wouldn't be allowed to go there. And it's not a water park, it's only a, a top yeah. level officials can go there and sometimes they never return. Yeah. It's yeah. a chemical and factory. They get one last slide down the ride down the slide. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, maybe that'll be a goal of this uh, a goal of this podcast. Then will be let's see if uh, Tom can tell a uh, engaging and succinct and uh, successful story. Not even that. Oh. Show some put some conflict in there. <laughs> some tension. Right. Maybe there's with not some, enough conflict not, in my stories and in my life. I don't know. To the point. To the point where in the with listeners whole people start to worry about you like they did in in, in the past mm. with me. Oh yeah. No, I'm I mean, still here. Right. Don't you worry. I paint a story. I, my I said a story of you know I. It's a, a setting. It's like Escape from New York. <laughs> yeah. Here's a story yeah. for you. Okay. Uh, it's a Tom story. Okay. Uh, two two uh, wealthy older gentlemen living in Philadelphia mm-hmm. uh, toy around with the idea of whether it's nature versus nurture, mm-hmm. and they uh, they uh, to- they begin to bat around the idea of uh, exploiting a young black man to to mm-hmm. these ends for their own little. Uh, insidious bet but they decide against it because uh, they're a little older now and they uh, sometimes they just do things very reasonably and they're not as capricious as yep. they were when they, they just were decided That's to go into good. the, into the yeah. Shears bar and have a drink <laughs> and everything was okay then they, go into, you yeah. no. then they go to the Rocky statue and have a couple photos uh, taken sure. over in Philadelphia yeah. I wouldn't have done this when I was younger because Rocky 3 hadn't come out <laughs> and, the, and the statue wasn't there but now that we're older all right. Why not? Well, I, got, I got a hard out. I got a softball Disgusting. game to go to. Ew. I got to go see if I can bounce back from that. Hard out get for the hard out for game. the softball. Get a soft out good. for the hard ball. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Either way, it's disgusting. You let's should be call the whole thing off. You're a grown man. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Let's let's uh, let Mike out of here. Let's that was a waste out of here time. For that matter. It's a total no. waste of time. No, it was fantastic. We had a great We're time. We're going to spend the next Whoa. year and a half together, folks. Yeah, get used All to it. Us. We're pacing Ooh, ourselves. Boy. We're working with what the movie gives us and then uh, yeah. bringing our own stuff. There are going to be some ups and downs. Sure. And unlike mm. some of these other podcasts, we don't shy away from the things that happen in our lives. And you would know this if you listened to the, the Caddyshack right. Minute, the no Blues God Brothers Minute. We fully the, recommend... Uh, Yes, that you go to caddyshackminute.com, that you go to bluesbrothersminute.com. Start listening. That, catch up. And start listening. Catch mm. up. I mean, or you can listen to this at the same time, you know, whatever. But uh, you should also, yeah, if you are of a mind, go to patreon.com slash ditchdiggers. Check us out over there. Give us a hello. We got uh, trading doc. I forget what our student. You know what? I'll do a little tag at the end of this when I figured out all the Facebook and okay. all that jibber jab. 
And but, uh, yeah. I have a goal because you said you have a goal about storytelling. It won't work. I have a goal that the the work use from. We're going to bring back the Mr. Man train and start adding to it. Oh, oh okay. Should so, I play the Mr. Man train yeah. right now? So okay. I'm going to we're going to play. explain this for the yeah. new listeners. Mm-hmm. The Mr. Man train started with a, a an inflection. There's if you listen to clips from movies, an inflection mm-hmm. around the scene from the Blues Brothers, Toby. Mrs. Torrentino. Yeah. And they went in there just looking for Blue Lou. That's right. And who else was in there with Blue Lou and who? And uh, oh God, Bones Malone. I think so. Maybe it yeah, was Bones. Was maybe. No, I don't know. But there was know, two who, of the former bandmates that go to the to to. They were boarders at Miss and Torrentino's house. She says, "I don't know where they are." They mm-hmm. get to the car. She's come running out because she forgot to, that they, they left a card. Okay. Yeah, and she comes on and she's screaming, "Mr. Man, Mr. Man, yeah, Mr. Man, Mr. Man." So that inflecting up, inflecting down. So then we started to look for other movie clips that mimicked this inflection. Mm-hmm. We put together a nice collection, and I think Tom. Are you ready yes. to play where we ended up and we were from the Mr. Man train? Absolutely. Here we go. Mr. Man! You want a hamburger? No, a cheeseburger. Toby, Toby Wong. Toby Wong, Toby Wong. Toby Chung, fucking Charlie Chan. Sir! Sir! Fuck me? Fuck me. He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me until I come over. We ain't saying. You ain't what? We ain't saying. You, know, you insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. Docking Bay 94. 94. Yankee bean soup, coleslaw, and tuna surprise. Three fours, four Bill Lucio! Bill Lucio! And there you have it. The I Mr. think Man we train. may be the first people to ever unify a sound collage around... Dipping inflections, 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 and not. And we do it. We have to give absolute. We have to give credit to Mike because he's the one who made that first connection. He's like, you know, this, this, the Mr. Man, Mr. Man. That sounds exactly to me like. And he kind of quizzed us, and we figured it out. Mr. Man, hamburger, one cheeseburger, and uh, we're off to the races. And we have a process. We bring it to the table. We we talk about it here on air, and we decide whether it works or it doesn't. It's a very democratic situation. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna keep adding to this and see Mm -hmm. how far we can take the train. Yeah, it's going to blow you away. All the way to Rockville, I hope. My goal is to, at some point, make it out to Chicago during our recording. That'd be great. Record in person, then perhaps I could do an, an, uh, uh, maybe I could do a little stand-up while I'm there. That'd be beautiful. Uh, It's happened before. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's follow up. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, thank you, everybody. Turkey. Yep. But uh, yeah, it'll be great. Uh, We're going to have a great time. Thank you, and join us next time right here on the Trading Places Minute. I gotta get used to saying that. It's new to me. Minute one. It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit. Hey, thanks for listening. You can keep the stone groove going at our various homes on the web. You can support the show and get some fun bonuses at patreon.com slash ditchdiggers. And you can find us on Facebook at the Ditch Diggers Listeners Hole, on Instagram and threads, I guess, at Ditch Diggers Podcasts. And you can check out the show's website at tradingplacesminute.com. Thanks. Now just get the fuck out. Shit.